Hello, Soul Sister. Welcome to the Feminine Healing Podcast with me, Anastasia. I'm a feminine spiritual mentor, wellness coach, and energy healer. On this podcast, I'll talk to you all about feminine healing, feminine energetics, wellness, and spirituality. This is the podcast for you if you want to heal, evolve, and connect your feminine energy. I help you heal on an emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual level in order to step back into your feminine power. This is something I've done for myself and now I want to help other women with. Remember to subscribe to the podcast and follow me on my Instagram account at Restore Your Feminine. Also, leave me an honest review and get my free feminine healing meditation into your inbox. And with that, let's get into the show. Hello, soul sister. This is Anastasia. I'm a feminine spiritual mentor and healer. And on this podcast, I talk about feminine healing, wellness, and spirituality. I guide women to heal and evolve to step into their feminine power. So today we have a special guest with us. We're going to be talking about um, exploring your dark feminine energy to embody your divine self. And I have a guest. Her name is Sabrina. Sabrina is a self-leadership coach, yoga and meditation teacher, and sound alchemist. Her approach focuses on the power of slow and still as the gateway to ultimate transformation. She believes that when we shift from the overwhelm every day, into deeply feminine energy we begin to learn how to allow and receive and reclaim our intimate power and can become the best versions of ourselves this is what inspires sabrina to guide people back into the place of remembrance through her work as a coach as well as practices and teachings around yoga meditation breath and sound so welcome sabrina on the podcast it's so nice to have you today hello hello thank you so much for having me i'm so glad that we can speak today i um I'm excited to talk about this topic. I really feel that it's something that most women uh, will relate to. And I love your work and how um, you're going to give us, you're going to share some of your work today, something, some, some practices that you do in your work. So, and we're going to talk about obviously this, this topic and um, get your feedback around it and your experiences as well. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to dive in. Perfect. Yeah. So the first question I wanted to ask you, and I ask everyone that comes on the podcast, um, because all women want to know about other women's experiences and kind of their healing process and their healing journey and how they overcame their shadows and um, stepped back into their divinity. So I wanted to ask you, tell us about your feminine healing journey and how you came to this place today, helping women embody their divine self. So we just want to know about you and how you came to this place today. All right. Well, where to begin? It's a long, it's a long <laughs> journey. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Same with me. We could talk for hours, right, about that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, so for me, um, it's really been 
Wow, it's been a roller coaster of a journey to say to say the least. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can imagine. And- <laughs> <laughs> all start with me having the experience here in this world of a lot of shadow a lot of darkness Mm -hmm. and I was never really well I just thought that it was me right that it it was only me everybody else was fine Mm -hmm. everybody else was was happy and confident and you know fun and feeling light and ease um and felt and that it was really just me who felt different and like mm-hmm. she didn't belong. And really from very early on, I adapted this mentality of like looking at myself and myself only for it's like, what did I do? What am I doing wrong? Um, really judging myself, blaming myself. Very obviously very um, patterns and habits that I took on and, um, held on to for for years and years manifested um, mm-hmm. in a whole life of things um, anxiety panic attacks depression eating disorder like that's that's just you know scratching the surface of of yeah the the manifestation of me not not being able like to cope and 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 hold that that energy and being being completely alone in that um mm-hmm. It was really, things started to shift when I started meditation. Things started Mm. to shift for me because all of a sudden I was like realizing that I was not, it was not just me. Um, So many of my, my teachers started saying things that I was like, oh, I thought, I thought it was just, that was just me. Um, So how can they know about that? Right. And Mm -hmm. I got. Like I went all in on my meditation practice. Um, I started noticing complete shifts and, and transformations just in, in how I related to myself. Um, and the first relation to myself in that, in that process was really to kind of detach from my inner critic, to detach from my thoughts and zoom out a little bit and understand that there's so much going on and it's not necessarily all me. Um, and that was really, really hard for me to even become aware that, wow, I do have a choice. I do have a choice. Do I listen? Do I engage? Do I believe the stories, the narratives that I tell myself? Do I believe the beliefs and narratives I have created um, around myself, around life? <clears throat> or do I maybe want to go in a little deeper and come to beliefs and and stories and values that are actually supporting and nourishing to me. Um, mm-hmm. So that was really, you know, what hit it off. And meditation and especially like the practice of yin yoga and the practices around sound have allowed me to tap into the more subtle sensations and experiences of myself. Um, so it's really the these slow practices that have the, the um, inherent, and that I felt so much resistance to all of these practices at first because it didn't come natural to me. It really didn't. I I was always the one to kind of like push through. Um, literally, that my my mother still until this day is like if if I ever say like I'm in pain, she she, she then believes me because. I'm not one to be like, 
to be whining and complaining. I was always pushing through, never allowing myself to to feel really, never allowing mm-hmm. myself. To feel. That's it. Um, yeah. These slower practices got me in connection, got me in touch with my feeling side, and mm-hmm. not rational, not just the thinking, not just the the logic, logical aspects, um, but really all that was alive within me and that opened me up to a whole new world to, you know, exploring the feminine within. And that, that first connection of, yeah, side of things, um, these subtle, soft sensations um, that were so easy to brush off before um, got me to connect to my body in a completely different way. Um, got me to explore self-nourishment in a different way. And, now really for me the body is is the way the body is the way my body holds so much wisdom um and for me the approach that it doesn't all have to make sense on a mental plane but taking it down to you know the energetic to the emotional plane um there's so much more there's so much more going on and my body has allowed me to come back to a place of, wholeness, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that's really a missing piece um, when we start to brush off the feminine. Bit. And I'm not speaking about the gender here, obviously, mm-hmm. um, but that brings allowed me really to come back to that pl- place of, of wholeness, of completion, of cohesion. Um, yeah. And also to then start leading a life that feels aligned, that feels authentic to me. And um, that's when I started to shift my job. That's when I started, I, you know, turned my back to the corporate career and started my own business and really went all in on myself and my work with other women um, as a self-leadership coach and, and really mm. share all these practices because that yeah. is made me feel so alive so radiant um and that's that's what allows me to tap into in my yeah. life and yeah that's that's hopefully giving you uh, a bit of a an idea of my journey so far um mm-hmm. yeah I, I i genuinely believe that you know embodying the feminine and, and working with the feminine energy um, is allowing us to tap back into wholeness, into completion, into cohesion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So your journey has been like for your whole life or is it just like something that was, this has come about recently that you started to reconnect back with your body and your emotions and your feelings, which a lot of women is what we're struggling with, right? So in our society, we're constantly taught to, you know, ignore the feelings, ignore what the body and just listen to the mind constantly. And we're too much in the mind, right? Too much in the masculine energy. So is this been something recently for you? Mm. So I've I've experienced the struggles um, for years and years and years. Really, if I, I have very early childhood memories, but, but I've adapted mm. to you know the paradigm that you just introduced. The mm-hmm. you know figuring it all out, having your 
together and being independent and just follow the rules right and and yeah um i've i've really tried for years um to to come and um obviously my mental health struggles were signs that this was not not helping me and i was like i was in a clinic when i was 16 from for a couple of months because of wow depression and the eating disorder right oh, so okay. very early on. and and now looking back i can be quite grateful um for this experience because i was introduced to you know contemplation self-reflection self-awareness from a very early age on um yeah for anyone who's you know doing doing the work we all know that it can be exhausting um mm, and absolutely I was, I was following the you know the classical therapy settings and scenarios yeah. and, and all of it and at some point it just didn't help me it just didn't serve me in any way and mm. I, got, I got really frustrated so i started exploring different healing modalities mm -hmm. went to see coaches um and i ended up you know going all in on meditation and and yoga and um sound right mm -hmm. um these were then the healing modalities and that's now how many years ago 2014 2015 around that time okay um, so that's when i really started to to dive into these practices so it's been it's been many many years but i think mm -hmm. three years have been very big for me and very transformational when it comes to consciously making the effort mm, to connect yeah. with that, to connect with my body in a different different way to have a, a softer approach to it all to allow myself to really embody what it means for me to be a woman and to honor the feminine energy as well and yeah. loosen and soften around you know this inherent judgment that I have yeah you know the structure and the linear way and you know pushing through and the hard work and the hustle that this is the good and everything else is the bad everything else makes me lazy so that's yeah. that's really over the last three years that I've like I I, I want to I want to change that because I can, mm -hmm. I, I can sense it's not it's not serving me yeah yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. And um, this whole, you know, uh, making women feel guilty or making um, generally making us feel guilty that we have to take time off or that we, um, you know, shouldn't that you we shouldn't like the productivity, you know, when we're not productive, we start to feel guilty. And that is really going against the feminine energy and how to really embody your feminine energy and it's not a lot of action right because you want to obviously have balance but the society has taught us to completely shut down this feminine side of us and you know this program that we're all under <laughs> that we're breaking free from now you know women are breaking free from this program of doing 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 hustling 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 action 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 and having certain careers and all of that that is all shifting because we are going through this paradigm shift and you know I talk about this on the podcast um, a lot so a lot of women are going through this reconnecting with their feminine energy as we go through this paradigm shift this 
energetical shift on the planet where we are reconnecting back to our true divinity our feminine essence and balancing ourselves and finding wholeness within by reconnecting with the feminine energy because that's what's truly missing within us like we're not connected to that side of us right so Mm. um Yeah. yeah so Um, I wanted to get more into this dark feminine energy because, um, or the dark feminine and like, what is, what is the term, the dark, dark feminine mean to you? Because there's a lot of different terms and women might not understand, you know, Mm. what this really is. And everyone has their own kind of interpretation of what is the dark feminine? What is the divine feminine? Mm -hmm. And, you know, all these terms that we, we, we have, right. So Mm. I wanted to kind of get your, your intake and what you, what it means to you, the dark feminine. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that conversation. Um, So for me, the dark feminine um, or uh, anyone's darkness, really, um, it's it's around the shadow. It's Mm -hmm. it's the shadow work. Um, I always work with the approach for being there being light and, and dark shadows um Mm -hmm. but it is that it is that inherent darkness that all of us carry within um Mm -hmm. and I think like it's it's even like the earliest the earliest conversation is like Carl Jung who once said that you know everyone carries a shadow um Mm -hmm. and it's either we owning our shadow or our shadow owning us Mm -hmm. um and so for me, the dark feminine, when I speak of the dark feminine, I think of everything that within us that is unconscious, it's undeveloped or mm-hmm. denied. And that is, I think, the biggest part, especially for us women, um, that we deny ourselves a lot of our inner experience, that we don't give ourselves the permission to to meet our darkness, to meet, you know, the anger, the rage, the frustration, um, mm-hmm. and maybe also the grief and the heaviness and just, you know, the full spectrum of our inner world. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, working with the dark feminine is really getting to know and understand um, yourself and your whole self, not just, you know, um, the pretty parts. And that is something that I'm very clear around in my work. Um, when we, especially when we speak about, you know, embracing our divine feminine, the divine feminine is not just the one that, you know, has a beautiful bubble bath and, or flower, flower bath and gets a massage and it's just flowing all day and feeling so at peace and free. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, just, it's not just that side of things. The divine feminine is the feminine who can hold the full spectrum of her experience. And that is, you know, the softness, that is the tenderness, that is, you know, the flow and the creativity. Um, but it's also the rage. It's also the anger. It's also that deep pain and that longing. That's That for me is a divine feminine, the one who, who embraces all of herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I I absolutely agree with that. Um, there's definitely so many aspects to, you know, we have all these terms around the feminine energy, and what it really means, right? 
Um, and I, I absolutely agree with you that it's the, the dark feminine energy is a shadow, the shadow self that we need to go and explore the traumas, the wounds, right. Mm-hmm. That we need to go in and feel and heal. Right. So those are the ones that, um, we're working with, you know, when we do the healing journey, when we go through this feminine healing and we heal that our feminine energy, right? Mm, so, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, wonderful. So I'm going to move on to another question I wanted to ask you. Um, and this is in regards to your embodiment practices. So what are some embodiment practices you can suggest for women? And how can our body support us in meeting the dark feminine aspects of ourselves? Mm, mm, yeah. Um, so yeah, the body for me is is the way really the body leads the way. That's why, you know, having been introduced to these somatic practices, these embodiment practices has been such a game changer for me. And that's why I continue to share these practices with my clients. Um, mm-hmm. And for me, when we start thinking about, okay, how can we meet our shadow? How can we meet and connect with our dark feminine? There's two key elements for me. So the first one would be the practice of radical acceptance, which is very much like the foundation for the body-based practice that I'm going to speak about in a moment. Um, mm-hmm. But really the practice of radical acceptance um, and it sounds so simple, but it's really quite quite difficult in you know in reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's really that invitation to welcome all of yourself, um, mm-hmm. noticing where you hold judgments and where you deny yourself certain certain experiences or certain feelings, um, and meet yourself from that place of openness and kindness and compassion and acceptance. It doesn't yeah. have to. Be- you don't have to enjoy it um and that is the key attitude that i think is is really needed and required if you move into these body-based practices yeah um what what i always say is you know very cliche very simple emotions are energy in motion so what do we do we move the energy we move Mm -hmm. the energy what are the tools that we can work with? This is sound, this is breath, and this is movement. And mm-hmm. when I say sound, I'm, I'm speaking about your own, your own sound, you know, very much connected to your throat chakra, yeah. your expression, you know, something that, especially for us women, we haven't had a voice for so long. We still... Yeah. We're still holding back. We're still not being heard in the same way. So, yeah. you know, connecting with your own sound in that way is so powerful. The breath is our portal to greater consciousness. That yeah. is breath. And the movement is really moving that energy through your physical vessel. And that is, you know, when I... That, that for me is key for embodiment practices. Your physical body is always in the here and now. You know, your physical body can always drop you back into what is present and what is alive now. Um, yeah. And it's really that beautiful instrument through which you get to experience life. So tapping into these three elements, which are always right there to support you, sound, breath, and movement, how can you use these tools to move the energy that is present within you how can you move you know the rage through sound breath and movement and 
I, I always start with using music and mm. always, always invite my clients to start listening to music that makes it a bit easier to yeah drop into a certain emotion sometimes it's very present right but for especially anger I've mm -hmm. experienced a lot of women who's like have this anger but they've been like so used to like pushing it down that it's quite easy to really go into the full expression of anger and then music can really help you to get into that and then how can you how can you use your sound breath and movement to give full expression to that energy how does your body want to move if you're angry how if you're connecting with that energy within how does anger sound if anger mm -hmm. could make noise what would it be what would it sound like mm. how can your breath travel you through that experience and it might not always be pretty 100 <laughs> percent yeah so so powerful it's so so powerful and mm -hmm. Um, when I first first started practicing in that way, um, I had such a major resistance, for example, around sound. Surprise, surprise. Never really been saying what I what I felt. Never been saying what I'm yeah. what I was thinking. Always holding back. Surprise, surprise. My <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was so resistant. I was like, huh, hmm, can't make a sound, right? I'm yeah. Like, also so weird, and you know, why would I even do that? And wow, there's something so liberating when you start expressing through sound. And, you know, if like really simple thing, if, if you're afraid of what comes out of your mouth, then just like put your hands in front of your mouth and start screaming without actually making a sound, mm. you know, St yeah. screaming without making a sound. And it's just like, wow, okay, that already does something. Now just imagine the power of that practice when you actually do add a sound so mm -hmm. like screaming into a pillow like wow so powerful or if you're like in nature go out into the woods and scream from the top of your lungs wow yeah so lovely um and yeah that's that's really my approach um to dropping into your body and and meeting yourself in a different way, meaning, you know, parts of yourself that you have denied yourself for so, so long for years, sometimes even decades. Um, yeah. And start to really, truly embody what it means to be yourself with all of mm -hmm. it, with all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. That's beautiful. I love that. I might apply that for myself. I mean, I love connecting the way you're saying is connecting an emotion to a sound, right? Like, and mm -hmm. then like vocalizing that. Um, yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't even really tried that. So I might, I might actually try that myself yeah. <laughs> when I have those days when I need a little bit of extra, you know, healing practices mm -hmm. that I, that I need to, when I need to release some certain emotion, I feel like that would really help me as well. And I'm sure that's a really good practice for a lot of women who are listening. Um, also the throat chakra is related to the sacral chakra chakra blocks mm -hmm. so anything that's there's a connection between the two so women are very suppressed in their sacral chakra so that's why the throat chakra is so blocked as well because the two are actually interlinked 
linked and interconnected, which is very interesting. I didn't even know that myself. And so it, it made sense to me because a lot of the, the feminine healing is is in your sacral chakra so once you unblock that you have this like confidence and life force comes back yeah. and the throat actually is 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 you you get the throat chakra unblocks as well so it's actually yeah. very interconnected so the more sacral chakra work you're doing the better it is for your throat as well and for speaking your truth and being confident and you know really standing in your power and speaking your power yeah. right yeah and, yeah. So um, I wanted to also ask you um, just about like, how would you suggest women process deep emotions like shame, rage and guilt in order to fully heal? I know that you talked about it a little bit um, with some of your embodiment practices, but is there anything else that you like to suggest? Mm. Um, yeah, so one thing for these these heavier and denser emotions to to think about is you know that our mind and our body are mutually interactive and um also mutually influential so um that that is actually in fact really great news because whatever goes on in our mind is landing in our body as well and vice versa mm -hmm. um and one way, you know, for example, that shows is when we hear a lot of um, people speak about, oh, just, you know, repeat positive affirmations. I am light. Mm -hmm. I am love. I am say, I don't know, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, affirmations are great. Don't get me wrong. Um, but if that's not your felt reality in the body, then there is that disconnect, right? Mm. And for women who, you know, haven't allowed themselves to really express anger or rage or shame or hold a lot of this, this energy in their body, um, you know, just going into, oh, I'll, I'll repeat positive informations and just focus on the light instead. Mm -hmm. will not do it's almost as if you're like, you know, standing in the corner of a room, your shoulders are collapsing and you're kind of like hinged forward, but then it's like, I am empowered. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Like you can already see, it's like that's not that's a mismatch, you know. And it yeah. feels uncomfortable. It feels distressing because it's it's not it's we're not in alignment here. So mm -hmm. that's the first thing to know that if you want, and we all do want that, we all have that in her desire to. Like, yes, I am empowered. Yes, I feel light. Yes, I am love, and I am loved. We all want mm -hmm. that. And if you mm -hmm. want to get there, know that the work around meeting your shame and your anger and your rage is so needed. Um, yeah. That's the first thing that I always say. So if we want to, if we want that thing, you must be willing to meet that part of yourself as well. Because if you mm -hmm. don't, what you're really doing is self-rejection. And I'm like calling you, uh, whoever feels, you know, <laughs> yeah hard on this because <laughs> it yeah. is rejection um so really my invitation is to meet that part of yourself in even just the tiniest way you know mm. even just journaling about it and be like okay this yeah. is this is if I'm being really honest with myself this is what I'm ashamed about mm -hmm. this is the judgment I hold around myself 
and yeah. letting yourself feel that in your body, letting yourself feel that in the body, make mm -hmm. not making that a mental practice, you know, and rationalizing things and analyzing things. And this is coming from there. And the source of that is this and da -da -da -da, feeling it as it, as it lives in your body now. And mm -hmm. that might hurt, that might lead to tears and that might lead mm -hmm. to a lot of other things. It, it, it might not be pleasant. I understand that. I've been there 100%. I can, I, I repeatedly go there. <laughs> um, yeah. But really allowing yourself to feel that if you mm. want to bring your mind and body back into cohesion, if you want that wholeness, if you want your divine feminine to really show up and be the embodiment of that, feel that. And if you are, if you're open, then really I invite you to try the embodiment practice and try sound breath and movement and meet mm -hmm. yourself in that way and continuously see what's underneath that what is underneath that feeling and mm -hmm. what i have found in my own practice and when i guide clients through these practices is really that at some point there comes that that, that feeling of pleasure and and relief mm -hmm. of like wow i feel lighter and yeah wow, really like embodying myself and that meeting myself, feeling so connected to myself is empowering. Because mm -hmm. remembering, remember that if we're not owning our shadows, our shadows are owning us. Yeah. That's, that's really the, 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 the reclamation work that we're doing um, as individuals, as women. Um, and yeah, so my invitation really is to, even just open yourself up to the possibility of meeting yourself in that way. Be like, okay, the next time you feel anger come up because you've been cut off in traffic or your boss sent that email and whatever, or you have to work over, I, like even the simple small things, right? That you're like, whatever, no, I'm so zen. I don't want to even go there. I'm, I shouldn't be bothered by this because it's mm -hmm. so mundane. It doesn't mean anything. Blah, blah, blah. Allow yourself to go there. Allow yourself, give yourself even just two minutes and go there for two minutes. And then it's like, okay, I went there for two minutes. Start with these small things. Mm. Um, start journaling about it, you know, or mm -hmm. record some voice notes for yourself. If, you know, spoken language is, it's easier for you. Like mm -hmm. have a conversation with yourself. It's like, wow, this is, this is really messing with me. I get so upset about that or oh my god I feel I feel so much shame what 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 will other people think of me oh my god and if they find out if ah oh, then they won't like me they will they will hate me they will reject me like speak it out like, and and even even just me saying that right now like I get shivers all over my body and can yeah. you can you stay with that can you stay yeah. with that yeah Absolutely. I love that. That's beautiful. Yeah, I, I just did an episode um, on how not to control your emotions and not try to, you know, control how you're feeling and try to just go into the emotions because we're always taught to 
uh, we're not always taught, but it's this this thing I see online and spiritual community where they're saying, control your emotions, stay in a high vibration. And, you know, this this kind of talk that I see. And um, what I wanted, what I talked about in the previous episode was that you you can't control your emotions when you're going through these healing when you're going through healing, when you're triggered, you have to go within the emotion to feel it, to process it. Like you're saying, you know, just to go there in order to release that. And, you know, you don't want to control, you don't want to always stay in this high vibration. And that is not, that is not uh, possible when you're, when you still have darkness and trauma that you still need to heal and it's being triggered on purpose. And so, you know, um, controlling your vibration and you know doing affirmations and all of that is 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 good but you can't you know you can't control you know all the all the healing and everything that is coming up for you so you have to go within in order to heal that and that was what my previous episode was exactly about that you know you just oh. You, you can't you can't uh, you can't just stay in this in this high vibration and like try to control your mind and your emotions um so i i really agree with you there that you know this this um these deep emotions have to be felt and you know what you're suggesting is absolutely the the way to do it and i love the way that you explain that so yeah. that's beautiful um, yeah. Yeah. So um, let me go into the next question here, unless you wanted to add something. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, no, one thing that, that I would just like to to bring in on this, you know, is this idea that um, you just spoke to it in terms of like uh, positive affirmations or high vibrations, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's it's really acknowledging the duality of things the high and the low it's the light and the dark it's the yin Mm -hmm. and the yang the masculine and the feminine we have the duality in that and it's about you know removing that that judgment that we hold the inherent judgment around this is good and this is bad Um, and and allowing ourselves and this is where i'm coming back to radical radical acceptance allowing ourselves to be more than just one thing and to let go of this mm-hmm. idea that there is just this one thing that is good and the other thing is bad. I've had some really, really deep and profound like transformations by really going into my darkness. And in fact, yeah. it is by, for me, by meeting my darkness over years and years and like facing it, that I'm now so confident in like taking my clients there and holding my clients in that space. Yeah. And I know that's that's why I was like you introduced me in the beginning self leadership coaching that's what it's about I understand mm-hmm. that it is a gradual process you need to trust yourself you need to learn that you can actually hold and lead yourself through the midst of chaos and and darkness and the storm and the messiness and all of it um that's mm-hmm. why I'm saying start start with little things but you are in fact more than capable to hold and lead yourself in in these in these moments you know, that, yeah. that is like also like stripping away that victim consciousness. You can hold yourself there. You can take yourself there. It's so safe for you to do that. Mm-hmm. And we need to remember that and come back to that trust of like, oh, wow, I have my own back. I, I got yeah. that. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the darkness is where we grow, where we learn, where we come into the light, right? So that's exactly what it is. It's only through darkness that we are able to come out powerful and reconnect back to our power. So that's why we have that duality. And exactly like you said, like we can't be, you know, judging it bad or good. And, you know, it's, 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 the darkness is, yeah, the duality of the dark is what gets us to the power, what allows us to reclaim the parts of ourselves and integrate that into the light. So, um, yeah, so wanted to get into this, um, the, the dark feminine more here, um, which is what we talked about is a representation of the unhealed parts of us. And so how can we use, how can women use these shadows to fully embody our true divine self? We've kind of talked about that a lot, but if there's something that you'd like to um, narrow down and, um, you know, kind of get, yeah. give us an overview sort of of everything. Yeah. So <clears throat> like I said in the beginning, it's really about understanding that we're not just this one thing that, but that we are in fact a full spectrum. Um, mm-hmm. And that, that includes being, you know, being angry, being messy, being full of rage and experiencing shame, but also being this radiant and vibrant version of ourselves and mm-hmm. um that's that's you know the, the fun foundation of it all but what what is really easy when when you know when i explain this um to understand is that when we try to you know cut ourselves off from feeling a certain part of ourselves you know feeling cutting ourselves off from feeling shame or feeling anger or feeling rage Um, It doesn't work like that. Once we start cutting ourselves off from feeling a certain something, we're we're cutting ourselves off from feeling all of it. So Mm -hmm. if you think about, if you're becoming really clear about like, okay, I want to connect to my divine self. I want to like, you know, step into my highest self. I want to start embodying that version of me that is X, Y, Z. How does she feel? And you probably have a whole lot of emotions that are coming up. She's probably feeling super confident and joyful and vibrant and connected to herself, connected to to Mother Nature, connected to to those around her. Um, so many more things, right? But yeah. then you're cutting yourself off from rage, from anger, from shame, mm-hmm. from guilt. Well. Mm-hmm. If you're doing that, you're also cutting yourself up from all the things that you do want. So mm-hmm. the path is never to pretend one thing doesn't exist. Um, and wholeness for me is divinity, you know, the idea mm-hmm. of, union, of completion. And once we start to move into that place and understand, it's like, wow, despite all these experiences, I am inherently worthy. I am inherently enough. And whatever fluctuations I get to experience, it's perfect. It doesn't change anything about that, that seed, that place of deep remembrance of like, I am inherently worthy. I am inherently enough. Nothing can change that. So that gives you that permission step. That gives you the confidence. That gives you the trust 
to really go there and be like, mm -hmm. okay, that is a part of my experience and that is a part of my experience too. It gets to be here. It doesn't say anything about me. It doesn't take anything away from me stepping into my most divine self. It doesn't take anything away. Actually fully owning it connects you, brings you to that version of yourself even closer. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So I just, I, I love the way that you, that you describe that um, and put that together for us kind of to summarize everything we talked about today. Um, it was a beautiful conversation. And, you know, what you said about, you know, we have to integrate, you know, the darkness, right? So that's what we're doing on this journey, integrating the dark parts into the light, right? So integrating the two. Yes. And, you know, the true divine self or the when we talk about divine self that is yeah like like you said exactly like the union like the wholeness the two you know masculine and feminine energies within us whole balanced right integrated union yeah. between the two and that is the place that you know eventually we come to at the end of all of this right but it is a process it's a process this journey is not easy and you know, it's it's not a not a not a journey that a lot of women um, go deep into because you have to go into this darkness, which a lot of people avoid. And you know, women they don't want to go there, and we're taught not to not to go into the dark. We're taught to really um, not not embracing it. You know, we we don't embrace those parts of ourselves, and that's why we can't work past those parts of ourselves because it's all about healing them and embracing them. And you know, with this healing journey, it's it's a it's a practice every day. And, you know, it's something that you you get good at, you know, <laughs> over years, you, you know how to you know how to work through these feelings fast. Right. Because yeah. at the beginning, you're kind of like you don't know what to do with these emotions, with these feelings, with these triggers, with the darkness. It, it feels so heavy and horrible to go there. Right. And then you realize that that's the place of empowerment because once you come out of that place, you're a whole, you're in a whole new vibration. You've anchored in your dark and you've integrated it and you are in a higher vibration, right? It's all about, it's all about stepping up your vibration, right? So once you, this darkness is what's really weighing us down and in our vibration and our frequency and we all want to be in you know love and light frequency but in order to get to that point in order to get the end path we have to go through the dark right and work with the shadows to get to that place of enlightenment or you know union and wholeness and light and love that we feel when we are in that when we're embodying our higher self and when we all have integrated everything so yeah i i really I mean, one one thing that that i would love to add is really mm -hmm. you know that i would love to see you know more women um and coaches like us speak about the fact that the, the divine feminine is also the messy one she's also the wild one mm -hmm. you know that there is so many sides to us and in fact that's, yes. that's the nature of the feminine you know we're like oh we're the with you know connecting with our divine feminine but then we're trying to you know box her we're trying to label her as this yeah. one thing 
we're trying to take away all the different dimensions and all the different yeah. that she holds inherently. That is the feminine. So yeah. really like narrowing it down and putting, you know, a label or a certain category on the divine feminine is really counterintuitive for me. It's like, yeah. Well, we, we're kind of like working against that. So the yeah. divine feminine gets to be whatever you want it to be. It gets to be mm -hmm. all of you, all aspects of you. Yeah, absolutely. I I really feel like, you know, there is a misconception of what divine feminine really means. And, you know, there are so many terms online now. And, you know, it's it's kind of a little bit confusing, right? But it's all terms, right? It's all just terms that we make up. But yeah. at the end, it's whatever you feel it is. And everyone has their own definition of, of what it is. And when you really start to connect with that true, um, with that divinity, with your soul, you start to understand more of what it all means, right? You, you kind of get the understanding but if you don't know, if you haven't gone to that place, if you don't know what this all means and you don't know what these terms are and you haven't explored yourself, your feminine energy, you won't understand all this, right? So there has to be a certain level of going on the feminine healing journey, a certain level of consciousness and understanding of what it this all means, right? To kind of, for most women, you know, it's not something every woman will understand because they haven't fully dived into themselves to understand yeah. that mm. yeah but we all do have the capacity to go there which is which is beautiful yes and hopefully some some of you will feel inspired to dive even deeper yeah, absolutely. I feel that uh, my audience has gotten so much information today from your <laughs> from your um, work and just how you explained everything. So many great tips that they can use. So um, I really love I really love this conversation, and um, I love getting input from um, different coaches and just just finding out how they're working with you know this and how mm -hmm. they're because it's very interesting to me and I'm sure to my audience how women empower themselves right through through their journey because it's all about you know empowering yourselves and coming out of this disempowered state right because that's what women a lot of women are in dis, in a disempowered state or we have been in a disempowered state and we're coming into our power through working with the dark feminine for working with our darkness working with the shadow yeah 100 percent. yeah that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it was a beautiful conversation sabrina i love this and hopefully we can connect again i will leave your information um for my audience i'll leave all the links um in the description for all my for my audience so if they feel Perfect. connected to your work and want to work with you they'll definitely be able to reach out to you so um i'll uh, i'll leave that and so thank you so much for coming on and um we will reconnect hopefully um thank you so much for having me i loved it that was such a juicy conversation yeah yeah i definitely loved it and thank you so much and we'll speak soon and everyone else um i'll speak to you in the next episode uh sending you lots of love bye bye bye